This week on the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, Neil Young versus Spotify. What do we see as really happening here? Beyond the headlines, people, let's read about what actually transpired. And I think it'll be a little different than what a lot of people think is going on. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. Jay, how you doing on this crisp, cool Thursday? It really is. I like it. I'm doing well. Thank you. How about you? Not too bad. Not Good. too bad. You know, I'm... I'm I'm playing with my brand new Bluetooth headset here. Let's see if this works without issues. Cause you had one that you returned. Same one. And yeah, same, same one. Cause out of the blue, it just likes to mute itself in the yeah. middle of a conversation. I don't touch anything. And all of a sudden people are like, you're muted. I'm yeah. like, uh, and, and it turns itself on and off on its own. So we'll wrong? see what could go wrong here in the middle of a of a conversation right. uh, exactly <laughs> um before we get into uh this week's very timely discussion let me just do a quick shout out to uh all of our sponsors and supporters thank yeah. you to bruce and Hypebot and bands in town for continuing to be there and spreading the news in the music biz weekly podcast and of course to our sponsors bandzoogle.com Built by musicians for musicians, Bandzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Bandzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. God damn, is there anything Bandzoogle doesn't offer you? Oh, they're you, the best. You, they, 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 you get everything all in one here. It's everything soup to nuts. And I've built four or five sites with Bandzoogle, including you know, the one I use for your morning coffee. It's so easy to use and, you know, drag and drop. Um, and like you said, you know, they, they do everything, everything that you can, you think don't have of to use it. every feature, but damn, they've got them all. That's pretty cool. Um, so we got a great little offer for all of our listeners out there, head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up and try it for free for 30 days. When you check out, make sure you use the promo code music biz weekly, all one word music biz weekly, and you'll save 15% off first year of any subscription. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments are so small. Selling products like CD, vinyl, and T-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So we've got a great little offer for all of our listeners from Disc Makers. Head over to discmakers.com 
place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ, all one word, FREEBIZ, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping. So this week, we, we, we did have a guest, but as we are so accustomed to, things change at the last minute here. Um, so we're flying by the seat of our pants and we're like, what do we talk about? Well, seems obvious to me, Jay, there's one thing everybody in the music business talking about this week. That's right. And there that's sure Neil, Neil Young, Joe Rogan, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. So a lot of misinformation, a lot of confusion. If you just go by the headlines, you might not get the right impression as to what really happened. Exactly. So first of all, this we're not even going to get into the politics no. of this. We, we don't care about that. We're going to talk no. about what's really happening here. And, and, yeah. and as you said, Jay, most people who aren't, almost everybody who's not in the music business and still quite a few people who are in the business um, are just going off of the headlines. Yeah. Basically, they think Neil Young sent a letter to Spotify saying, Spotify, you either take down Joe Rogan or you take down all of my music. In, in the simplest terms, that's what most people that's what you would get from the headline. Absolutely. That's not what happened. Nope. Nope. And, and, and honestly, if you actually read most of the articles, there's one important line that seems to pop up that's glossed over, even by the people who are writing these articles. Neil Young wrote a letter to his manager and his record label saying if Spotify doesn't take down Joe Rogan, I want my music removed from Spotify. Yeah, that's a big difference. That's a big, big difference right there. Because as, as we know, Spotify doesn't control the music. They just license entire catalogs from record labels. In fact, they're contractually bound to have those up. It's not their choice what yeah. they pick and what they don't pick it's it's not their choice to sit here and go well we're going to remove this artist's catalog because it's not their catalog of music to decide what to do with it is the decision of the rights holder and this is what it always comes back to when it comes to streaming if if neil young owns all of his recorded music it's his decision. But he's got record labels, many record labels over the years. Yeah. And they own the recorded music that's out there on services. Right. They own the rights to that for a term. And it depends on the artist. And they control that. Yep. And, and, and not Neil. And, you know, when you look on Spotify, you'll notice there's still Neil Young music there all the hits all the albums that you grew up with those are not there but there are some things like live aid there's some things songs from soundtracks the reason for that is because warner brothers does you know or wea as a distributor doesn't control that doesn't control the rights to that recorded track right so when you write a letter to uh the the wea team and say we want this taken down, they can only take down the things that they have the rights to. And these other things are on different labels. 
And Neil and his manager are going to have to go to each one of those labels and ask them to remove it. And frankly, they may or they may not do it. Um, they're under no obligation uh, well, to do that. Well, I think that's the, the other big part that's missing in all of this. It's Neil's record label who gets to decide what we're going to do with Neil's catalog. Do we honor Neil's request to us? Or do we not? It's it's completely their their decision. Yeah. The, the label the, la the, the label yeah. could have easily said, "Hey Neil, we appreciate and we understand your reasoning here, but you know what? We're going to keep the catalog up." End of yeah. story. They could End have the because there's financial implications here. Um, people don't understand. Well, I had somebody tell me about this story, and first of all, they read the headline and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, Neil called up Daniel Eck and had him take down." No, he didn't have. Spotify take it down. And then the other part was, well, he probably doesn't stream that much anyway. He's a heritage artist. He's an adult. It's probably more physical goods. And no, I, I looked up the numbers in MRC, uh, Music Connect this morning. And this is just in the last week. I'm going to read you the top five because they're really impressive. Just in the last week, Heart of Gold, 2 million streams. Harvest Moon, my favorite Neil Young song, uh, 1.7 million streams. Old Man, almost a million streams. Uh, Rockin' in the Free World, 546,000. And The Needle and the Damage Done, 361,000. That's just in a week. That, those are some solid numbers. Uh, I, think I, just, I think I just read uh, an article today or maybe last night that said um, Spotify <laughs> accounts for 60% of Neil Young's streaming. Wow, that's huge because that's not what their market share is. It's closer to 30. Now, now I haven't looked into where did those facts come from and how what what's missing on it. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I think ultimately the 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 point here is this is the record label decision to make. Yeah. The 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 even if the record label said we're keeping Neil Young's music up on Spotify. Spotify can't say, well, guess what? We don't agree with that and we're taking it down. Right. It's right. Spotify basically does whatever the distributor says. Well, do they the do what they're contractually bound to do. But also, to your point, if something comes up like this, they want to have a good relationship with their label partners. And if WIA goes to Spotify and says, look, I, I really want you to pull this stuff down, even though they know they're going to take a hit financially, um, those streams, which last week, just in North America, 9.3 million streams last week. That's not nothing for, you know, for this artist. Now they have that choice, but you're absolutely right. You know, they, they don't pick and choose what gets on their service, their platform. They strike an agreement with a distributor like WIA, and then they take an XML feed of that metadata and that, that, that music. That, that, that's exactly it, it. It gets populated. I mean, I mean, frankly, all of this could have happened as in taking it down without Spotify even knowing it was happening because right. we had just went to the distributor and said, take down, take down. And, and, and I know in small in our small world, I've done that with clients. Mm -hmm. I've had clients who said, we need to take down this old album. 
Yeah, we've done that. Or or I just finished with a client who's like, you know, my old album, uh, it was under my old artist name. I want to mm-hmm. change my artist name and re-upload it to my new current artist name. Right. That that all happens between artist slash management and the distributor. That's right. Spotify and all these other streaming services don't get to veto that change. No. And nor they want to, you know, like we had a remastered version of an album. So we issued a takedown, pulled down the old version, uploaded the new version, you know, and Spotify isn't going to call you and say, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, why are no, you they aren't it? even, they, again, they, there's so much music moving around in the, in the internet on a daily basis to these streaming services. They don't see, they don't even pay attention to what's coming no. up and going down. Yeah. They have contracts with distributors that this is what you're you guys as a distributor are required to do if you make these changes you resubmit the changes the data feed updates and you know like when i did this name change they're like okay we should expect spotify to see this new name change within the next three to four days boom data feed gets ingested the back end gets updated you go back the next day and something's changed. Right. Right. So, so, so again, that, that the, the most crucial part here is Neil wrote this letter to his manager and his label making this demand. And, you know, the manager's job is to work on the benefit of the artist and advise them what they should and shouldn't do. The label's job is to manage the music that they own the rights to. Now, they might sit here and say, you know what, sorry, Neil, but that's just too big of a chunk of money. We're not taking it down. He can't force the stuff to be taken down. Sure, he can make a lot more press, and I'm going against my label, and they're doing this, but it's the label who makes that decision. Well, let me ask you this, Michael. Is that a negative thing? And what I mean by that is when you put together a campaign to take music down that's a lot of eyeballs in the news that's a lot of people talking about it on national television that's brought a lot of attention to neil young and i would bet you money that when i check these numbers next week they're going to spike you know um i'm wondering you know and call me cynical but could this be a part of a, a larger marketing ploy uh, you know, Throw it I, out I, there. I, I'm just asking no, no, a question. It, it's, it's, it's an honest question. And, you know, having both of us been in the music industry for so long, you know, we can smell these PR plays a mile away. All of a sudden, out of the blue, this artist is attacking that artist. Oh, and by the way, I've got a new box set you can buy. <laughs> by the way, I'm, I'm announcing a new tour in two weeks by the way i've got a new book coming out i mean we've seen this and and listen (laughs) you and i are the biggest fans of the number one guy who's an ace at doing this gene simmons is a pro at creating controversy getting eyeballs getting headlines in order to do interviews where in that interview he gets to now mention something else right right now now neil hasn't Mention oh. that something else. No, but my my prediction is, look, he, this could be all genuine, and that would be great. But 
my my spidey sense is saying you know next week he's going to say i'm launching my own streaming service well so my so own let, subscription let, service. let me let me just throw this out this morning as we're recording this the new headline that i i started to see was sirius xm announces a 24 7 neil young channel well, a channel doesn't get created and, you know, this all of the yeah, work in, in 24 hours. No. That, this is something that has been in the works for probably weeks, if not months. Right. Right. So, and, and, and again, we got no insight into any of this. These, these are two guys the, riffing. These, these are just things that being in the business, you sit here and go, Oh, that's pretty convenient that Sirius XM is all over having a Neil Young channel 24 hours after Spotify took everything down. I don't know if I could ever get Sirius XM to create a new dedicated channel in that short of time. Even if this was created over the last week, that's kind of pushing it. Uh -huh. um, and let's be honest, Neil Young has known for raising these flags and He's well, Joe never Rogan's been, been on there a little while. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Neil Young's never been a fan of streaming. He's never been a fan of digital downloads. Right. I mean, I right. think there was a years ago, he made some comment that he'd rather listen to music on AM radio because it's better than a digital file. And I'm just like, okay, we're not even getting into the audio qualities here. And mm -hmm. let's not forget. How many years ago was it that Neil Young was selling his own MP3 player and MP3 download service? It looked like a little chocolate bar. Was it Toblerone? Pornos or Ponos or <laughs> Pono? Ponos. I mean, so, you know, Neil, and, and listen, you're right. Maybe Neil is 100% just, he really cares about the issue that's important to him here. But, yeah. The the I think what's what's happening, what at least what I'm seeing is these articles are just jumping all over. Hey, it's another way we can attack Spotify. And and listen, I'll, I'll you know, we all know yep. and we all admit Spotify doesn't pay a great amount of money out, but it is what it is. And and the reality is they don't have a lot of control over this stuff. You know, the amount of money they pay to an artist, they're paying the record label who then pays the artist. We've yeah, they're paying the rights this, holder. We've beaten that statement into the ground so many times, but people love, people love to make Spotify the evil empire. Yeah. I was just Googling this while you were talking. So Joe Rogan struck his deal in 2020 um, with Spotify. So Neil Young could have then um, pulled his music down. Joe Rogan's politics, and we'll just leave it at that, have been consistent. And this isn't new. His his views are not new. So this has been going on, you know, for a couple of years. Why now? And that's Why the only reason, that's the only reason I question it is like, did something happen to trigger this? That's genuine. Was this part of uh, maybe a larger get some attention so I can talk about something else? I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 it's all valid questions to, to keep in mind after you, again, go back to the reality of Neil Young never sent a letter to Spotify. 
never, yeah. never, never asked Spotify to take down the music. He asked his label to. Yeah. And, and if his label took down the music, which part of me is like, now everybody's mad at Spotify for taking down his music. Um, back. Wait a second. Get Did down. The record no, they, label pulled it out of the feed yep. and they pulled it down. Yeah. Yeah. The record label pulled it out. So maybe you should redirect your anger about the catalog being taken down to the record label. Yeah. Or you can go to, you know, Apple Music or go to, go or to Neil Young Amazon or whatever. Or, and, well, yeah, and it's, still it there. There. it's everywhere it's, else. It's on the other DSPs. So if, if you're really upset about it, the only problem there is a lot of people use the ad supported version of Spotify and there typically aren't ad supported versions of other DSPs. Yes. Uh, Amazon has a, a lower free tier and, you know, Apple Music does not. But if you're upset, you can still stream his music. You just need to go to a different DSP. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, his music is still out there. The, the, I, I guess to me, the big issue is redirect your anger at the label who decided to take this down because spot Spotify My hold on here. You know what? I think I got to switch my internet connection. Yeah. You froze up there just for a quick second. Yep. I'm uh, somehow I'm still on Wi-Fi. Let me switch to Ethernet. And let's see if this works better. Um, re, re, you know, just just be honest. Read if you're angry about something, be angry at the right person. Sad, you know, sadly or however you want to look at it. Spotify yeah. is just the is 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 the retail outlet that has no control over the music that's in their catalog. They accept it. The changes happen. It is all done without their say so. Now, they do have a hundred percent say over their podcasts. You know, podcasts and Joe Rogan and spe specifically are a completely different ecosystem than the music. Yeah, because they paid for it. Now they are the ones that have the rights to it. Yeah. So they're now the rights holder. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, yeah. And and when it comes to podcasts, um, sure, they can easily take down podcasts on their own because it is their platform. It is their decision. You you go in, sign up, submit your podcast to Spotify. It's between you and Spotify. And Spotify, right. I'm sure if you read the terms of service, that you agreed to when you submitted your podcast, something in there said they have the rights to do this if they want to. Yeah. So Spotify could go back to Neil's label and say, you know what? We really want his music back up. We will take down Joe Rogan to get Neil Young's music back up. But let's it we're talking to two like distinctly different financial worlds here. Yeah. There is a hundred million dollar investment in Joe Rogan by Spotify. Yeah. They have zero dollars invested into Neil Young. I yeah. mean, from, from a business standpoint, you can understand they're going to be a little more cautious about looking at pulling the plug on something they sunk a hundred million dollars into versus yeah, it, versus yeah. a catalog that they're making literally micro pennies off of yeah. every play it reminds me of my old boss he had this really great saying 
it's not about the money. It's about the money, you know, meaning that it's everybody says it's not about the money, but it's always about the money. And if you follow that trail of money, like you just did there, then you realize why this decision was made. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm guessing I'm betting somebody in a Spotify, you know, conference room as they were meeting on this, because I'm sure even though they had no authority to do anything, they were meeting to discuss what their options are and how do we, we play this out. Somebody was probably like, well, you know what, let's give it 12 to 24 months. It'll blow over. And the label will put the music back up quietly, yeah. unannounced. And there it and is. They, yeah. You know what? They may be right, though. Um, I was telling you about a situation with Metallica and Amazon years ago, and it was similar in some ways. And music was pulled down, but it eventually went back up. Went back up again. Yeah. Because, again, at the end of the day, Warner Brothers, not Neil Young, Warner Brothers, is losing out on the money generated by the streams coming from Spotify. And they're significant. And at yeah. some point does some, you know, quarterly or year end review go back and look and go, well, you know, that was, it didn't cripple us, but it was a, it was a, it was a hit. It was a hit. Yeah. It was a hit. And yeah. can we get this back? What do we got to do to make Neil happy? Yeah. Those and, or, or, or screw making Neil happy. It's our music. Right. Right. We can, we can put it up there. We're just going to make that decision. And then we're going to deal with an artist who's not happy, you know, a, and a lot of that artist relationship, there's a lot of other background things that play into that. Like, yeah. is this a artist that's actively and currently signed to your label or is it a catalog artist who's right. no longer recording and releasing music? Right. And even heritage artists, um, a lot of times participate in things like live recordings, box sets, you know, compilations. And in order to do those in not all cases, but in some cases, they have the artist's involvement, they have the artist and management permission. And if you go against the grain with one of your artists like that, they're not going to be too apt to help you with your box set or with any new recordings or yep. live recordings or anything, unless they're contractually bound to do so. So yeah, who, it makes I mean, sense. who knows? Maybe, maybe there's a Neil Young box set six months down the road that we don't know about. And the label just wants to keep Neil happy until the box set comes out. And then things can change. So, you know, it, it's it this this whole thing was a very interesting story. But I again, yeah, from day one, when I read it, I was just like, two things are being missed here. First of all, this feels like PR play. And two, read the article, not the headline, not the headline <laughs> and not the comments on the Facebook posts from all of the experts chiming in. Yeah, the you know, the articles all say he wrote a letter to his manager and his label. Big difference. Big difference. And and we're just, for those of you who may not be musicians or in the business, but love to listen, we're just letting you know, Spotify doesn't have this final say. They have, as an artist, you can't upload music directly to Spotify. You have to go through a distributor. That's right. And as an artist, you cannot go into Spotify and say, delete this song. You have to go through the distributor. Yep. So how it works. The, the, the responsibility falls on somebody else. 
It's not on Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon or any of these. They all operate under the same system. Yep. So the if you want to listen there, to Neil Young, go go do another go listen to, go, go on to Amazon go to Apple, or Pandora go to Amazon or, Apple. or Apple Music. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's all there. still out there. Still out there. Yep. And and if you really want your music up on Spotify, write a letter to Neil's label and tell them to put his music back up. Yeah. Because writing a letter, getting mad at Spotify, they can't do anything other than pass your complaints along to the label and say, Hey, look at all these people who want your music up. Yeah. Spotify wants that music up there, but uh, they're not going to have it if the label doesn't want it there. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's, that's what this is about. Who control, who controls the rights to your music. And, you know, that is why it's so important for bands to try and always retain ownership of your music, if at all possible. Because once you sign over that ownership to somebody else, you, it's not yours. It's not yours to decide anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. can be a lot, as you said, there can be a lot of working together for everybody's benefit. But at the end of the day, we, we've all been fans of bands where you're like, how the hell is this record label releasing the 20th greatest hits? Yeah. It's because they can do it and they don't have to ask anybody in a band for permission to do that. Yeah. If they own the rights. They can do it. Now, we've seen some artists push back. Prince very famously pushed back against his record company. Um, Tom Petty, if you remember back in the day, yep, they were trying to raise the price of his album and he he hated it and he rallied against it and finally won. So, you know, if you have enough clout, if you have a big enough base, you might have a little bit of power to push back on some of those things. Um, but you're absolutely right. Keep keep control of your publishing. Keep control of your masters. You know when you can, um, and if you do have to sign away some of these rights, make sure it's for a short term and not in perpetuity. Um, it's money in the bank. Yeah, yeah, and and just keep a a a good working relationship to whoever you might have signed it away to. You you know if you piss them off, that gives them all the more reason to say screw you. We'll just do whatever we want and not talk to you. Yeah. And they yeah. can, they can do that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this continues to move forward. I want to see if there's going to be an announcement. And if there is, we'll, we'll have to revisit this an announcement yeah. of, Oh, well, I've got a new streaming service or I've got a new box set that's coming out next month. Or uh, look, I'm cynical. I, I hope I'm wrong. I probably am, but we'll see. But we've seen it enough to know. We've seen it's, it, enough it's, it. It it has happened. Oh my gosh! It sure it's has. happened many times before yeah. by yes. many many artists. Play that that angle. Let's mm -hmm. get some headlines because let's be honest. In this day and age, and this is meant in no disrespect to Neil Young, but Neil Young's music, nobody's talking about his music right now. I mean, Neil Young is a heritage dinosaur classic however you want to call them that's what neil young is so if nobody's talking about your music you've got to come up with other ways to get people to talk about you yeah let's see what kind of spike we get in sales streams and downloads next week yeah yep so you know love to get our listeners take on this what did you 
what was yeah. your first reaction when you heard this and yeah what do you think about what's going on now you know i think this is a, a great discussion topic let's keep this let's keep the politics out of it i mean yeah you know it's neil young that. it's not it's it's about that for neil young right. but neil young's always been about that and god bless him for it god bless him i mean i think we need more musicians who are willing to stand up for something yeah regardless but in this of day, what it is but yeah. in this day and age it's harder to believe people are standing up because they honestly are standing up or let's when see you've what seen it the next two you weeks. get a little cynical when you've seen that happen time and time again where yeah. it's it's a marketing thing you know we were joking around before we hit record you know it's not fraud it's marketing you know so exactly we're just a little skeptical. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to, I'd love to get your comments and your thoughts on this whole Neil Young. It's more of Neil Young versus Spotify. I don't see this as a Neil Young versus Joe Rogan issue one at all, at all. If he's got personal issues with Joe Rogan, fine. But, you know, is this, what do you think about music being pulled off of services because an artist doesn't agree with something the service is doing. Yeah. And is it a statement or did he really think that they would choose his music over this Joe Rogan uh, investment? I don't know. It's a good question. Cause I got to imagine everybody with a business sense is going, there's no way Spotify is choosing Neil it Young over Joe, Joe Rogan again. Sense. There's a hundred million dollar investment in one side and there's a zero dollar investment on the other side. Right. And they're the rights holder for Joe Rogan and they have no control over Neil Young. Yeah. So they protect the rights they own. They have investment in and somebody else is doing the same thing for their rights. It's kind of a great example of capitalism working the way it's supposed to work. It's my yeah. product. I don't want to do something. I choose not to do something. Yeah. And that being the label, the label yeah. chose not to put the music there. Right. You choose not to have your product in Walmart. You can pull your product out of Walmart. You know, yeah. um, people can go to Best Buy to get it. Yep. Yep. So leave us some comments. I'd love yeah. to read some comments. I would this. too. Um, all right. That's it for this discussion. A uh, quick shout out again to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town. And of course, thank you so much to Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com for your continued sponsorships. We and uh, if you've got something you want to put in front of our audience, reach out to Jay or myself. We'll be happy to talk to you about our affordable sponsorship opportunities. We sure would. Um, that's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We'll see everybody next week. Discmakers.com. Use code FREEBIZ for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value.